What is happening, people? Says welcome back to episode two of the YIC podcast. Sadly, tonight uh, Doak is off ill. Um, he won't be joining us, but we have amazing guests as always. We have Smoke over, and we have Flo from Lazy Art. But yeah, so this episode we kind of want to do a little bit of a talk on if we had to start at the beginning again. Zero followers, zero um, following, as in anything and everything to do with our base that we have now. So obviously that we've all got a bit of a, a fan base and we all know a lot more than what we started out. But if we had to reset ourselves today, what would we do different and how would we go Today? Back? Yes. Can we go back in time or do we start today? So you'd have all your knowledge and go back. So Okay, I would invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, well uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. I would just I just all saw right, nice. a documentary about Bitcoin today and I would say if I could go back ten years in time, I would just put like ten thousand euros in Bitcoin and that's it. I would now today I would have a whole team. I would even have somebody else making this podcast for me because I was <laughs> rich. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, keyword of uh, Bitcoin. I just, I just um, joined the Bitcoin game in. Let me guess. It was like 2016 or something. Really? And I, I joined it with 1,000 euro mm -hmm. in. Uh, I guess Bitcoin. I guess Bitcoin was at nine thousand or ten thousand at mm -hmm. this point, and I really, I really wanted. I, now I really want um, that I just invested about I don't know five k. Bitte was Oscar? Oski, wirklich, ich bin hier in einer Aufnahme. Ich kann gerade nicht. Bist du angezogen? Oh, dann komm eben schnell rein. <laughs> I was afraid that my son comes in here because he is an artist as well. Hi. <laughs> Hi. And he always pa hey, paints. Uh, the, 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 he can't hear you. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's going bigger and bigger. This is. It's a monster. It has a lot of different brains and awful teeth and mouth and tentacles everywhere. And bloody Crazy. bloody feet. It's a it's a whole series <laughs> of these green monsters and uh, Oscar paints them and they are all at the wall behind me over there that you can see now. But over there kannst du mal Licht anmachen? Einmal mach einmal Licht an. Is it now a little bit visible? Yeah, yeah. There, there yeah. are some more Ooh, of nice. these monsters. And it's a whole uh, it's a whole series of these monsters. And they're getting bigger and bigger. And now this is already uh, three sheets of uh, A3 paper. I guess you need a bigger office to just place them on the wall. Uh, I think we, we have to replace them one time. Okay, kannst du es auf der Wand aufhängen? Okay, perfect. Yeah, he entered. He entered this wall. 
it's not, not my wall anymore. And now it's um, the next generation. So it's the next, it's the next generation. generation. Today I just <laughs> was listening to the podcast from Greg Crayola Simpkins. It's called uh, Chats and Tets. And he was talking about the time when he was a kid and uh, was always painting all day long. Dann legst du einfach auf den Tisch, dann mache ich das später. Dann legst du auf den Tisch, ich mache einmal das Licht aus, äh, du machst das Licht aus. Einfach auf den Tisch hinlegen. Perfekt. Wissen, Schatz. Danke. Tschüss. Licht aus. Danke. <lacht> okay. Um, we're chats and tats and, and he was talking about that he was painting all day long and uh, was always a quiet kid that was not very social and was painting all day long. And this reminded me so much of me and so much of him because he's, he's like, he comes back home, he instantly starts painting, instantly. And he's painting, 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 painting. And he produces like uh, one painting each day, two paintings, it's crazy. Very productive. That's when you get, that's, that's um, when you're painting every day or you're drawing every day, it's. It's like the result is you are getting better anyways yes. when you do something every day like you can do it like for doodling or something you can do it less concentrated but if you do it very focused uh, you will get like the best yeah even not even if you're not doing it focused if you're just painting like yeah. that because it's fun if you're just you you uh, there is no way not to get practice when you're doing something all day long it's not possible mm -hmm. it keeps your brain engaged on like the muscle memory of it all so like you could just recall stuff very like since since now doing this full time um recalling stuff is just so much easier like um i think when we when i came out to see you um we did the challenge of like drawing stuff out of your head And you said, could you mm -hmm. draw Mickey Mouse or remember how to draw Mickey Mouse? Um, and then from doing like a lot of these murals and things like that, like painting Mickey Mouse and things, it, it always then sticks with you because you've then painted there like a couple of times. Everything then gets drawn back in. You can get like the ideas from everything. Like so from where your son has been drawing there now, he's seen a mm. monster and he's like, oh, I want to do the claws like that. And then he's drawn the feet with the blood on and I've, I've seen how a brain looks I'll repurpose this into this and you just repurpose it and all of the different things that you've had or painted or drawn in the past and you just recall them and bring, bring them back to life again which um, yeah I, I kind of need to do a little bit more of that myself because um, like I said you can easily recall stuff when you come doing your murals and things and and just being creative mm. really is just keeping the creative juices going all the time like but but yeah so it, obviously like you said if you can go back you would invest in bitcoin but if you couldn't so if everything got reset from now the question yeah. was uh if i could circle back in time to maybe when i was 16 i would say yeah and uh what i would do different With it's not that different, but like with the information that you have now, like, so it, it, it can be that you go back or if you just started now. So if, if, if so basically 
the reason why I want to ask this question is there's a lot of artists or people who want to be artists that don't ah, okay. really know where to start. So I kind of want to get your guys' perspective on starting, really, so that mm-hmm. so other people can then, you know, take inspiration from, you know, different stories, different ways that we've come into all of this art stuff mm. um, and then use that because, you know, I, I get I get genuinely uh, quite a few questions after posting a YouTube video of like, oh, I'd love to do that. Like, what is stopping these people? Like, so this is kind of the reason why I want to ask this question. So what would you do now? If you had to start now, this is the first first post you were going to do and everything, you know? If I had to start now, and I, I, I just imagine I was now 16 years old, so, yeah. um, and um, um, about to finish school and was thinking about future and what I would do now, I would instantly, I would say, absolutely uh go with tiktok uh don't take care about youtube because youtube is going down instagram is going down you can do it uh as well you can share your tiktoks over there as well in the reels and in the shorts but i would uh, suggest to go with tiktok and do um uh three tiktoks a day yeah at least um uh, talking a little bit about um all the struggles you have uh don't take yourself too serious and uh, just just start doing it and take the the audience on the journey to somewhere where it will lead to and being op- open for it and this is what i would do uh, at, at the end i started like that with youtube because tiktok did not exist and youtube was the hot place to be back then and um yeah i did it way too late i should have started way earlier with it but um now yeah i i just made my first tiktok in uh this year yesterday and i want to do more of it because it is necessary i have to yeah yeah because it kind of like circles back around to that recent video. I, I'm really sorry, but I I think you posted it on your stories yesterday. Um, the artist that did the video on the YouTube algorithm. Uh, Alpai, yes. Alpai, yeah, right. Sorry, I, I lost his name then. Yeah, but um, like he, like you know, God bless him. The YouTube community of art is is dead is dead on youtube like as in the fact of the if you google like like you said search art the stuff that comes up isn't isn't art it's just silly little videos that we're competing against um and it's kind of like you said it's dead it's it's kind of needs to be or little short videos on tiktok i would not say it is dead um but we need to uh work with it in a different way uh to get the attention so um that we reach people um, for example my last video that i posted it is by far the worst video and i think the last 10 videos that i posted were going worse and worse and worse and worse and worse it's like uh, half of a year ago 
an average video was uh, 50,000 views and now an average video is like 8,000 views or something. It's really going down. It's uh, it's not that, that bad because all my videos are uh, connected to real products like we were talking about it in the last um, podcast, like um, painting a canvas, making a print, all this stuff. Um, so I, I, it, I'm, I'm not that, um, uh, it does not depend that much on the, on the clicks for me, but at the end in a year or in two years, if it continues like that, I will be forgotten anyways, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, if I always reach just 5,000 people, it's, uh, it's the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I need to ad adapt. I need to adjust and um, um, try to make uh, shorter videos on, on uh, TikTok and shorter videos in the shorts and um, create um, a way that people, if they are interested, if they got the interest through the short videos, that they can still go to the long video and yeah. learn more. Yeah, I, I think that... The, the shorts are like a little uh, little clip or an advert for the longer video. You know, they, you yes. kind of need to have a hook and then and then go from there. But yeah, the YouTube community of art is kind of very hard to start with, I think. I think you kind of need to build a bit of a base beforehand um, along with like images. And I, I think a lot of more, like if I was to start now, would be a case mm -hmm. of um, taking a, a real old podcast, I think we spoke about this before, was Slew and I think it was Slew, Kipto, um, Saive, and another guy. And they were saying, The Rock about, Man. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Tough Maker, I think he is. Tough, uh, yeah, making rugs. Um, yeah. yeah, they were saying, like, about if I was trying to find a wall to paint. Now that's what I would start as a as a street artist and trying to find commissions and stuff. Get a wall in public eye, paint it with the the best work that you could possibly paint it with, and then post that post post the process, break it down of like where you things that you liked about it, things that you didn't like about it, things you struggled with it, things that you think you could improve on, and people then can. Like, oh, what's the word? Um, relate to it. You're the and, only native speaker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they can relate to it because obviously that they are going to be new artists as well, um, yeah. and then they can come along with the journey of of your ups and downs. And yeah, that's that's kind of where I would possibly go if I was to start being an artist now. So what and would you do, especially Flo? one thing is get a, an own website. This is very important because if you paint this one wall in your hometown uh, with the best artwork possible, there has to be a website so that people can connect with you and maybe hire you, ask you something, whatever, invite you to paint their garage door. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Flo, now Definitely. you. Yeah. Um, so you have, you gotta, um, respell the question for me, like for the specific answer. Yeah. So what's the, what's the question? So the question was that, like, if you was to, 
if you was to start again, if you was to start, be- if you was to become an artist today, how would you then? If you're 16. Yeah, you could 16, or you, you could be right now. It doesn't really matter. Um, because if you if you go back in time, or yeah, just you're 16 now. How would you yes. become an artist? That that would probably be the best question. How would you go about building a portfolio? How would you build clients? Just so that people can understand on your mindset of like how you would go about doing it. I guess most of the people say something like, if I could restart, I would do this or that different. For me, I just got to say, I would make everything the same way I did in the past. Like I did, for me, I did nothing wrong because I calculated everything in the future and I make it and I like, I thought about it and I visualized it and I try to get to that goal in future. Like I, I made myself tiny goals to get to that specific big goal where I wanted to go. I wanted to be anywhere. Um, because there, uh, that's the reason why I wouldn't change anything. And I did some things you guys like talked about a few minutes ago, like you have to make a awesome artwork in your city, um, make your, make a website, which is pretty nice and, um, and catchy. And if you paint on the, on a legal wall where everyone can see that image, you have to place your, um, your web address on the wall and everyone can go there or your mobile number or anywhere you, you like the, the future clients can connect with you and, um, make it every time when you make something, try to not like fake it till you make it, but try to make it look professional from the very first beginning. Like this is, I guess the key for for getting a good artist and making money with it and make a living out of it. The base of all of that is that you have, like for me, the, the very, the important thing, the most important thing is you have skills in what you do. Like you have, you got to trust your skills when you paint, you don't have to like be scared of what you're doing. Like, I, I guess every artist is standing on the wall and somehow there is like one or two moments when you don't know what you got to do the next. So the client stands right behind you maybe, and you got to do your thing and you are thinking about, okay, what's the next step? I'm, there's a little pressure. I don't know. Do you what know what I, I gotta do, do in this moment? I, I always say that I always say, um, um, I know that I look confused in this moment because I am confused. I have right now no idea how to continue. I think I will step some steps back and have a look. And it, maybe it will take a quarter of an hour, maybe a half. Uh, but I need I need a break right now. It's always yeah. if you if you say it like that, uh, you release all the pressure because if you sometimes you just need some processing time in your brain because you have done something that is so good um, that you have painted better 
then you are able to process it and then your brain needs to catch up with what you have done and um and this is sometimes this happens and this is something really really good and it is um for the for the uh, customer it's also super funny this is one of the stories that the customer will tell his friends when they're standing in front of the finished wall and then he will tell like uh, oh at the beginning i was so insecure and i was standing there and like oh i got this uh, a graffiti artist in my home and i was watching him and then suddenly he turned around to me and said that he has no idea what he's doing what he wants to do and i was like getting a heart attack and now look how it turned out at the end and this is like it is a story and it is it helps yourself to chill down at this moment because when you try to to act like you know what you're doing and you start shaking cans or whatever it is always it makes everything worse it makes everything worse and then you start sweating and you get nervous and everything this is why i always um try to be as honest as possible if i have a problem yeah that's true in this moment i just say it because there is no other way you you can't you can't force your creativity when you're doing something that just a few people are able to do anyways so if the if the client could paint better than you he would not ask you to do it yeah sure to be honest is the is the the um import the, the most important basement of our work or of our human being but um if you if you do some things wrong and um the the key is to recognize the things you've done wrong to make it better the next time mm -hmm. when you paint something wrong and you have to overpaint something you have to recognize what the peep did you wrong did you did you done wrong at the wall to to see on your next mural um what can i do better to skip that failure from mm. the last time so this, I guess, recognize like observing when you are painting, when you are like, when you're a commissioned artist, like the the main things are observing your reference photo, which you are painting from. Mm -hmm. it's, it's heavily important. And always send bad quality photos to your clients. Um, this is the major, major advice. Never send high resolution um, renderings of your artwork that you want to paint. I always, when I was painting um, commissions, uh, I was uh, making the design for me. And before I send it to the customer, I put a Photoshop filter over it um, that makes everything worth, worse. Because um, because when when I paint then at the wall and sometimes it happens this is so weird I don't know why customers do this but sometimes customers print what you have paint and what you have sent them and then they start yeah. to compare and when what you have painted on the wall is better because you had the better design in your hand the template yeah um, you can you you can do two things in these cases you can. You can add a Photoshop layer on top of it, which is like a grain layer or a bad or a pixel quality or, yeah, layer. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Or like this cartoony 
um, automatic filter. Yeah, I don't know. You can do that. For, yeah. yeah, but you can do another thing. You can, you have a you basically when you when you go to a job, you have a contract with your client. Mm -hmm. Like this is it. This is the cost. This this is it. Just. And then you can just spell a few sentences down under, which says like the reference or the image I'm working from is not like, it's not like 100% what you get. Like what I do is like handwritten and you cannot compare this to my sketch, to my, digi to, to, to my uh, digital sketch. Like there's always a difference of about 10%. But we are taught like that. We are we are taught through school always to find the mistake. Find yeah. the mistake. We are always focused on finding the mistake. And when you got an, an artwork, a, a design that should have been painted and someone paints it, we are always comparing it and trying to find the mistake. This is like it's yeah, in totally. us. It's in us yeah. through school. And uh, this is why I also always, when I'm done with a job, the first thing that I do is I uh, destroy my uh, piece of paper where the design is printed on immediately because that way I'm not in any danger that someone starts to compare because I don't, I'm not a printer. I'm an artist and the artwork is what is on the wall and it's not the design that I've made on, at the computer. Even if all decisions and, and all the composition and everything is made on the computer, but the final artwork is the artwork on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I a lot I of had... customers struggle to deal with that as well, though, because like you said, they try to pick out little bits. Like if you've done like a daisy, And in your reference picture, it has a water droplet on it. But that water droplet could be as big as that, which obviously mm -hmm. then you're going to miss out because you're looking at a, such a big picture. And they go in and they look in, all oh, right, you've missed the water droplet out there. It's like I'm exhausted when it comes to the end of doing a, a mural because I've put so much into it. And then for someone to come along and you just like, that's all I want to do. I want to pack up. I want to go home and just chill out and they come in around going you've missed this you've missed that and he's just it, it at the end then you kind of have like a bit of resentment to the to the end product because to you you're done but when there's someone else coming along and telling you like oh you need to do this you need to do that it's just like you said i'm not a printer i might get that printed actually on a t-shirt i am not a printer i am an artist because yeah it's it's probably the, the perfect ex example of what resentment do. i don't know this word so that you're not 100 happy because if you was 100 no, i'm happy, always happy yeah I but, don't finish be before i'm not happy no but what i'm saying is that you're finished and you're happy with the outcome it looks amazing and then someone yes. is coming along and and nitpicking so picking out little tiny uh, little insignificant details You don't have resentment. Most times people do this because they want to lower the price uh, in, at the last step of the process. Yeah, sometimes. I, yeah. I, even, I even had a customer who, um, uh, who wanted to have some uh, um, wooden doors painted 
and um, he, he brought the doors to me and I painted them back then at my parents' house. And um, when he came back to um, carry the, the, the painted doors back home, yeah. uh, he was like going like this, oh, oh, I have such a back pain, it's terrible. When I, when I was carrying the, uh, the doors here, I, I must have injured my, my, my spine and it's, I have such a terrible pain the whole week. And uh, just because of the stupid doors, oh, let's just finish this. How, how much how much did you want for was it 50 euros ah and i was no back then i was painting three um uh, two meters by one meter doors each for 50 euros it's like nothing it's nothing uh, i was like 17 years old or something like that and um is it true no i was 20 19 19 maybe it's something like that i was pretty young and um Uh, at the end, I, I just said, no, if you don't pay what I, what we were talking before, what you should pay, uh, I can still adjust this artwork <laughs> and paint maybe a big black smiley in it. And then you can uh, take them for free at home. Yeah. And uh, at the end, he paid me the, the full price. But this is something, I, it's incredible what people have. What, what, what kind of creativity people have just to lower the price and not to to pay someone in a fair way. Even if the yeah. artwork was, it was perfect, I still like it today. Yeah. But it, it kind of leaves a, a bit of a sour taste in your mouth because he tried to do that. You've done the same amount of effort, but he's just trying to lower the value of, of the work. It's just... And and after our discussion and after uh, after paying me, uh, suddenly he was uh, walking like a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was a little bit suspicious. His wallet This is like is that. crazy. I guess the pricing, the topic of pricing, is is a main factor of um, being scared of young people making hard decisions, um, getting a full time artist. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because they are, they are like afraid of um, making making big numbers, which they can if the if the quality is good. But this is how we started. I get I guess Smo and 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 Ut we we all painted like for way less money than we should have do. Or we we should have done in the in the past. So like 100%. I was like painting, yeah, I was like painting a mural in a kid's room for two hundred bucks, which I would like do today for not less than eight hundred or nine hundred bucks. So um, mm -hmm. I guess it's fair to start low, and as you are. Like, this is the way I did, like, I started my business, I had a business coach and he told me like this and that, and if you do this in future, the, the numbers would be like that. And it was like, I'm not a number guy, I'm mm -hmm. like a creative guy. And um, I was like, okay, this guy is right, but I don't get it. I want to do my own thing. So I started making my own business by getting jobs um through ebay 
like you know this eBay Kleinanzeigen from yeah yes so I was <laughs> like I I had um, like five jobs done by me uh, for like my aunt for my grandma for a friend of my mother uh, what else and and I just collected like five really nice images like photos from the mural yeah your references perfect yeah my references yeah. and this was my portfolio and i started my business basically i just made a website to make it more seriously but i started making my business and making advertising on ebay so i uploaded my references and this is basically the way or the reason why i why i started as a young artist making uh, kids rooms because on mm -hmm. eBay there are many young um, young parents and they want to create something special for their kids not especially, especially for the first kid to, yeah especially for the first kid but they yeah. don't want to create something for the kid because the kid is way too young to realize it yeah. they want to create it for themselves and that's the key you got to catch them to make a nice artwork a nice design and then you have another image for your portfolio and it's okay to make a painting for like 300 bucks it's okay to make 350 or 400 that's that's fine but if you are getting better and the jobs are getting better and they are getting bigger and at the time when one person asks you could you paint something for me um, at the same time, like two person ask, could you paint something for me? You should decide which painting job you got to do first or which you got to do. And with all this process, you grow as an artist. And as time goes by, like years going by, like, I don't know, you Smo are like working lots of years. My, my um, Since work of art as a full time. Yeah, that's a long time. Officially, like, officially, since uh, two thousand and uh, four, I think I'm uh, yeah, that's a... doing doing uh, commissioned artworks. But um, back then, I started. Oh, I was always um, uh, sending a lot of spray cans uh, to the customers, and they were paying it at their door to the postman. And I took all these spray cans, painted the job, and took everything that's left over with me. And I was painting a garage door and was sending 150 spray cans there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, it, it was not meant to be a job at all. I, I just thought that I hacked the system and uh, did it like that. Because on that way, I don't have to, uh, to write an invoice because I was not able to write an invoice and it is not illegal to work um, for a material uh, as long as nobody pays you, as long as people give you just spray cans and you take them with you, um, it is not, not um, uh, an illegal um, kind of working in Germany. I don't know, it probably in the whole world. I don't know. That's the system from the streets. Yeah, that's the system yeah. from the streets. And when I started, yeah, totally. when I started to make um, to, to to write invoices, 
and uh, being an official artist, I was always trying to um, to feel what is the price that I can ask for without getting red ears. And um, this you get used to a specific price and then always put 5% on it. Put 5% on it. And the weird thing is people value an art artwork more if they paid a lot for it. Um, they um, talk better about you as an artist because they paid a lot of money for it and they don't want to be an idiot. So they say that you're the greatest. And this is a, there's a lot of psycho, like psychology um, yeah, totally. with, the, with the money. But um, at the end, I, I'm, I'm still not a rich person. I was just working. You, I started really with just material. And suddenly I started with material and a little bit of money. And it became more and more. But nowadays I am still not like making an I may, probably I make an average income like uh, people in Germany do. But this is like I'm not a millionaire but because I didn't be invest in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> if you are happy with what you do, then the income so is so happy. It is insane. It's it's unnecessary. I mean, you got to live, you got to make a living out of it, but it's unnecessary how much it is from a certain level of money, I guess. Yeah. As long as the fridge is full, what do you want yeah. more? Yeah, totally. And I uh, one thing I, which came into my mind when you were talking about the pricing is like when you talk to the client and tell the client your price. The worst thing you can do is like, it's about 400, I guess. Like you got to stand there and say, man, this mural costs you just 2.5K. You don't get it any lower anywhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, no, it's no, it's wrong. wrong. I would never no. say this. You won't get it lower anywhere. No, 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 no. not like this, uh, but, uh, but you have to if you be, want, if you want my quality, I can do this job for, uh, 4,000 euros. If you, um, want me for this job, perfect. Um, but if you say, okay, I'm, it's too much for me. Yeah. There are probably other artists, but, uh, then I can't do it for you because I've got other jobs. That, that, yeah, maybe the last you, sentence for me was was like was, was never wrong. never. Said, you have to be self confident. There, there are so with what many people saying. who are extremely yeah. cheap, and I, I have to say, you're not doing a good job job on the whole community of artists, on the whole scene yeah. of street artists and graffiti artists and so on. If you don't try to be as expensive as possible, because if you paint artworks for 50 euros or something uh you are are uh, lower, lowering the price in your whole area you are responsible yeah. for like when you do a job there is a circle of maybe five or ten kilometers around this job where people probably talk about it and you are putting a number in their head and 
if you you need to try to to be as expensive as possible and people will still laugh about how cheap you are but never do 50 euro jobs and hey, this is terrible it's terrible there are so yeah. many it's crazy what i've heard in in the in the last uh, years and of of being in the in instagram uh, direct messages uh, what people do i always say to them please please put put at least one uh, zero behind your price uh, it's crazy you're way too cheap and you can't yeah, and if you are so it's cheap you uh, um, are on, under such a pressure because maybe something happens during the painting maybe uh, you are pa you're painting and um, suddenly your girlfriend calls you um, Her, her tire is uh, damaged and you, you need to carry her away from the street because her car does not drive anymore or something. And suddenly you have to add a, a second day just to finish the last un, one and a half hours. And it is not, it is not possible to do this with uh, any profit anymore because you were uh, calculating it way too yeah. low. You always need to calculate uh, that you have... Um, maybe bad circumstances something happens um it takes longer maybe you just have a bad day or whatever this is you always need to yeah, try but there to be are, as expensive I, as possible I, I i fully agree but there are some like artists getting started with their business and they have a they have a main job and beside the main job they paint murals mm -hmm. and yeah, because of the fact Yeah, terrible because you don't have the time to get as professional as you want to because you have a main job and that costs you a lot of time. But what I want to say is um, when you have a main job and you have a main income, you can yeah. make totally different prices. Because you don't have to pay painting. the insurances and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, sure. 100%. And the, I, think, I think a very important thing is to cut everything. That's what I did. I, yes. I cutted everything. I had no money and my heartbeat was like racing when I have no money by painting a job. And this is the struggle we have to go through at the early beginning. Yeah. Sometimes. Unless you invest. Not that hard. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, it, I, I totally, totally agree with that as well. Because, But I got lucky because of the timing for myself to start because... Um, a lot of losing a job and then lockdown happening so there was no jobs so taking up painting and um, creating artwork again just bi built this up to uh, <laughs> built this up to being what it is I, like it was just timing for myself but like like you said you kind of need to cut ties with um with the airbag, like, you know, the, the support systems, you have the support system if you have a, a job and then you're doing this part-time. You always have this money coming in, but if you don't have this, like you said, you go, your, your heart goes, you're in survival mode. You're more motivated. Yeah, survival. Yeah. And you just think, right, yeah. I need to make this work. So if I'm going to make this work, I need to then, one, do quality, and two, So someone has to pay you for it so, and they have to pay for your 
your lifestyle, you know, that they, yeah. they have to cover the costs for that. Like, you know, if they Fully want, agree. if they want um, custom artwork and murals by yourself, you know, they got to kind of, they got to cover your lifestyle costs um, to get that. And yeah, it's just, that, that's the basics of it. And like what you said as well, a lot of time, these start out artists, the quality that they are producing isn't up to the to the level of I don't know, like us or whatever. You know, they they, they start out and then that's why they charge so much. And then this is where then you've got to then be brutally honest and compare yourself to other artists. Um, and not in a bad way, but be like, right, if you wanna book me, this is the quality that you get. If you're gonna go book a real cheap artist that a start out artist, you can see I've got 14 years difference or 20 years difference or whatever it is, um, and you should. Um, you don't really have to sell that to uh, a customer. They, you know, they have eyes. They can see what the difference is between someone starting out and um, uh, and someone that has an eye for it and and everything. So you kind of just sit on the quality and and base that you quote off the quality that you pr- producing. You know, I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like I wouldn't class myself as good as you two, so I probably wouldn't charge as much as you two. I'll probably get there maybe a good couple of years, maybe three, four years now, and I'll probably be to the level you are. But you are then three years better again, you know. So, um, yeah, that. So that's kind of where you got to base yourself. Is if you're gonna be brutally honest of what's around you in your area, look at what the best artist in your area is, and if he's charging. Would kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but if he's charging way more, you know that. But killing him with skills. Yes, that's for the sure. We want. Yeah. But that's the person you've got to aim to beat. You know, you got to and and not in like a I want to be better than him. That you kind of like got to bring your quality up to that level so that you can bring the money up to the level yeah you can't you can't just be you know at this level well this level quality and then charging the same prices as him and then hoping that that's gonna if you can do this congratulations yeah (laughs) yeah then you're making money let me tell you one one um example uh which came to my head when you were talking about this um this is a real fact from my past artist beginning Mm -hmm. life like when I started my business, I was thinking like, how can I get jobs? How can I get paid for painting and making what I want to do? Like I was struggling around and searching on the internet, like in my town, like in Frankfurt, uh, where are there artists, uh, which I can like connect to them mm-hmm. and work together with them and grow as an artist mm-hmm. by working with them. So. I was like Googling and text them and there was no, like some didn't answer to my questions. And there was one guy, I don't say his name, but there was one guy in my town, but not especially Frankfurt, but around the area. Mm -hmm. He told me like, first, you got to go to the hall and, and practice painting. I don't want to work with you. Um, you got to be better. And then we can talk again, maybe. So this was like, oh, I, I was like, okay, I train, I, I'm trying to get better. 
but I wasn't that bad, I, I guess. But I continued <laughs> what I did, like with the eBay game and yeah. stuff like that. And as time goes by, years passed by and I grew as an artist. Last year, he booked me as an artist to work with him together. And mm -hmm. he said, oh, there, uh, I was I was searching for an artist and um, could you do the painting job with me? And um, I did one painting job with him and I did never once again a painting job with him. But nowadays I see um, big, big, um, big companies are yeah. hiring a painter, an artist to paint a facade mural or something like that. And they like collectively write like five emails to five artists and get like an, an offer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I know last year he was in the same pool of artists for one job and, and you got it. Kicked, and I kicked him out. Yeah. I got the job. Yeah. And that was like, <laughs> that was like a, that was like such a pretty nice moment for me. Yeah, like the customer wanted the me time. to paint it. Yeah. Cool. And this was the moment I was like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm an artist right now. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Perfect. That was pretty nice. This is a success story. So, yeah. I mean, like, even if you think you can't handle it, try to get over it and stay focused, continue what you do practice more, yeah. learn more, be, be concentrated and follow, follow your dreams. If you, yeah. if you have the, uh, the option to do something different, like if you can choose, um, I would always choose yeah. to do something different, but if you are an artist and you have it in you and you have the feeling like you have no other option, you have to go this way. Yeah. Um, as an artist or work? as an artist as an artist uh, without any uh excuses without any side jobs without anything else just yeah. you have to go this way you have to go through the struggle and that that's it um i was talking i guess when you are an artist from your inside out sorry for interrupting you yeah. but when you are an artist from the inside out you're, you are a fully artist you have like the drive to create something creative. Yeah, Oscar, for example, he is an artist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you when you are a pure artist and someone tells you, like, like I remember back in school when the teacher said, don't scribble, you got to listen to what I say. Like, this was like terrible for me to listen to what they say because my drive was to scribble something. I was always and saying... Nowadays, I yeah. was it's now I need to interrupt interrupt you. I was always saying to the teacher, I can't talk and paint at the same time. So <laughs> I have to listen. You can ask me anything at any time uh, when I'm painting, I'm listening and not talking. Do you want the opposite? And most of them yeah, I think all of them uh, allowed me at the end to paint. And it is weird for me uh, when I look back because I was not painting um, in my um, um, heft. What is heft? Piece of paper where you write on yeah. a lot of them. The college, the college book. Sketch college? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, not like what you have in school with lines where you write. Um, yeah, we just call it line paper. Yeah, but book. if you have a lot of them together in one big, it's not a book, it is a... How is it called? I don't know. It is thin. <laughs> I, I googled this word now. We, uh, you, you're really... Uh, I mean, you have school books and then you have a, a small book with, exercise with 20 book. pages exercise book. Why with, is it with called... With blank sheet book? of paper where you can write in. It's not a book. Planner. It's something like that, yeah. School hefte. School books. They have they have no word for this in English. They have no word. Oh, crazy. Okay. <laughs> that, that's why I'm looking at you weirdly. <laughs> Doesn't exist. <laughs> True left. But you have but you have school in English, right? All right. Yes. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm guessing this. Is and I was not. I was like, not painting. I was not painting stuff? in the school books. I was not painting in the school books. I was always painting on the tables, and my <laughs> my goal was to uh, paint at least one table in every room of my school, and. Um, shortly before i uh, finished school it started to become a little bit creepy because i had to go in the classes of the uh, fifth grade and sixth grade of the real small <laughs> pupils because these were the last rooms that were still left over and i was always checking uh, in the in the uh, um, between the lessons if one of the rooms is still not un uh, still not locked and i went in there and i painted on the tables and during oh, the but lesson, what did you paint like a throw small, up or a, or a tag most or small, small graffitis yeah i was nice. uh, already painting small back then and i think um there are still some small graffitis in my school at hidden places that's cool even if you if you were a um, YouTuber officially now, yes, I know that you are like, like f fading it away. But if you were like it into it into the YouTube game right now, you should do a video about these old tables and finding them, searching them. Yeah, the tables are gone because they have new okay. tables. And uh, I know this because uh, they had the day of the open door and our uh, my 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 um, uh, two sons, they're going now to the next school from uh, Grundschule to secondary school. Secondary school. High school, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, so we had to uh, see some of the schools and uh, what they're offering to our children. And uh, they have all new, new uh, tables in there. This is sad. But I still got some photos of, uh, of the, the tables. That's so cool. Nice. Nice. And drawing on tables is it's like... It's magic. It's no-brainer. Yeah, it's, it's magic. magic. Especially <laughs> because you, you start to paint something and the next lesson someone else is sitting at this table and um then so sometimes their uh, battles started on the tables like i was painting Ooh. something and someone else was painting something underneath comic figures or something or painting a big penis in there or something <laughs> stupid penis every and, time. 
yeah penis it's like it's classic and um then then uh when i was in this room the next time i had to repair it and write some mean words besides it and <laughs> this was like there were we had we had real war tables the main classy thing in in drawing on table is like the magic s i guess yes yes it's the magic s yeah 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 with that with that roof and yeah that, yeah yeah that's, that's what we nice. used to do his name yeah exactly <laughs> you should do a small style with that yeah <laughs> but but there is only this is the only font where just one letter is exi existing from yeah we should make a font out of it that you can use it uh, to write a letter on the computer mm -hmm. yeah but uh go on What? I thought you were going to say something, sorry. No, I'm done. You're done. Right. Um, I, I was going to say something, but I went blank. As soon as you went, I thought you were going to say something. I stopped and I went blank. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so you literally like had that, had SMO from being in school. So you started doing, do you do bigger pieces at school? I did p bigger pieces at school as well. Yes, when I um, when we had the the day at the of the open door, uh, and I was still one of the pupils at school, um, they always wanted to have something interesting for the parents and so on. And one of my teachers, um, um, who officially knew that I am painting all day graffiti on tables. <laughs> He asked me if it wasn't cool if I paint. Um, um, how is this um, um, buck called that is red with black dots on it? A buck with six legs uh, a, and a ladybird. Ladybird, ladybird, and I, um, mm. and our school uh, was called the Ladybird School and Marine Gymnasium in Warendorf, mm. and um, and um, they they wanted me to paint a ladybird uh, with the name of the school, and I did this. And the funny thing is that on the day of the open door, one of the parents that went there and was seeing me painting there. Um, He said, oh, we got a factory and there is always this one wall that gets painted and we always have to repaint it. Don't you want to paint something nice over there? And this was the starting point for me to have my first own Hall of Fame. It started at my school because I painted there just in front of the of the other parents and so on. And this was uh, and fun. Another fun fact is that uh, Nick Moody, you know him both uh, from his YouTube channel. He was like 12 years old back then and he was sitting in the background and, uh, watching me uh, painting this uh, ladybird. Wow. Nice. But this is how jobs get generated in the early days. Yeah. Yes, always. Well, you just need to be... Like that now. Yeah. You just people, need to be somewhere and paint. I guess... Yeah. Because people nowadays are like on the internet, social media, TikTok, wherever, and they see like someone like Stefan Kunz or anyone else, like like ten hundred or anyone else, they are like doing jobs for Pepsi 
and Coca-Cola and Red Bull. And they, I mean, these jobs are like the main, like the cherry on top jobs, but they also started like this way, I guess. Yeah. It's, there's no better way in the early beginning than making a good job. Are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We're both f f frozen. Hello? Oh no, no flows. Yes, we are both can there. You hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. I was just, yeah, yeah, it was just. His, his earpods are empty. His earpods are empty. Ah, right. She can't hear us. Ah, you can hear us. But no, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, then his earpods are not empty. Hello. Hello. But yeah, like whilst he's figuring out if he can get his microphone back on. But it, it, what he was saying there was... No, my connection is bad. Sorry, I'm in the hotel room. Yes. Oh, we can hear you. Okay. So just, I I can't really hear you, but I try to continue the story. Damn. Okay. You sound like robots, but... I try to not listen to you that like the story I want to I wanted to share with you is like in the early beginning when you are making your jobs make your job good the best way you can so the friends of the customer or the client just say like this is nice I want to have the same yes quality of painting who does that and this is the way you get jobs in the early beginning it's like the snowball system it's like the yeah. snowball system you now start with you one again. commission and this commission every commission will generate another commission again. as well <laughs> and uh, when you paint yeah. one commission you will have the second commission if you paint the second commission you will have a third yeah. third third commission and it will co continue like that and the day will come when you are not able to make all the commissions anymore because there is so much coming in yeah but so yeah i, I guess the snowball system is always the same it starts small but it gets bigger the small size is like there is a friend of a friend who says this is nice but if the snowball is getting bigger then there is like a big hotel, which is like, I don't know, Marriott or something that tells Red Bull, like, oh, this is very nice. You got to book him mm -hmm. like the snowball is the same, but the size is different. So you yep. got to always make sure you make the, the best quality you can and yep. just leave the job when you are happy with it. Do you find that social media can help with that as well? Yes. Yeah, sure. So sure. Most of the most of the jobs I get through social media. So because I, I'm going to jump on the snowball effect. So when I first met my wife, uh, I was a full time artist, and then I, I was I was traveling all over the UK painting and going like far north of England painting and things like that. I was getting commissions left, right, and center, and then. Um, all of a sudden, we, I, like this is where social media wasn't really a big thing. It, it was there, but it was kind of like I, I, I just didn't know how to use it properly. And mm -hmm. we had one month. It was the month of September. 
and I didn't have a single book in for the whole month. Um, yes. I had one then in October. I had I one in that. November, but I had nothing in September. We was like, we was looking to buy a house, um, and then it just came to a point where we was like, if we don't get bookings, I can't have this as a full time income. I have to go get a job. So that's where, um, I think it was that 2016, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to stop doing it and then go get a job, go get a a, a real job. Um, so I was working as a graphic designer and I was miserable. Like I, I hated doing graphic design. It's just sat at the computer all day, you know, it's just, and then you've just got someone coming in and going, could you move the letter D to the left slightly? Could you do this? And it's just like, yeah, you just tell me what you want and I'll just, I'll just do it. It's just as easy as that. But Going back on the snowball effect, I wish that I knew how to use social media to my benefit. We're mm-hmm. posting now, like I, I, I try to post at least three times a week, um, even if it's nothing to do, as in the, like the mural that I'm working on at the moment, it's taken me nearly enough three weeks to finish. It's a long, thin wall all the way across uh, a school uh, play yard. But I have I have nothing to post until it's finished. But I try to do little things in between, just to keep people coming to my page and keep growing my audience and everything like that. And I think that mm-hmm. that's helped so much more than not doing the stuff on social media. Because I think that if you if you kind of go off word of mouth, um, which you could do years ago, um, I, I think that's when it dies, uh, falls flat on its face, really. So yeah, social media side of that is is the big positive. But what I would like, going back to what Flo said a couple of minutes ago was collaborating with other artists. Now I've tried to do that in the past, um, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's only recently that has happened. And I think it's just because of the following that I've got, where I was a good enough artist that's been painting for at that time like six years, and you try to paint with other artists in the local city and things because they don't know you, they don't want anything to do with you. Like, they, like that guy said, go to the the the, the nearest hall and paint. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not that type of person. I'm I'm more of like, you know, I I'll paint a mural, but I don't want to go paint in a public space. Like, I I. I was kind of like a bit um, scared, really, of painting in in like a hall because then you you know that you're going to get judged, and I think that's that was a that was a big scary thing for me where I I painted a local wall here in in Merthyr where there isn't any artists here. There's I think there's mm-hmm. two, but they just go around putting up little like tags and stuff like that. They're not putting up pieces, um, and I think I felt a little bit more comfortable doing my artwork in that type of environment rather than going to the city where there's, I don't know, 50, 60 artists all putting up in the legal areas. And I didn't want to go there and be painting my pretty little picture. Painting over it, yes. It's terrible. Yeah, and I kind of got really sentimental with that. It's just, and I think after the conversation with yourself, Smo, was when that painting is finished, you take a picture and it's free for everyone to paint over it. Yeah, and I think once you get over that idea of 
the sentimental value of a painting after you've taken a picture it can it can go any second you could pack your paint up someone could walk along with a bucket paint and a bag full of cans walk up and yeah 10 minutes later 10 minutes it's gone and as soon as you get over that sentimental part of it you're happy to come back. You'll be that back next week. You'll paint over someone else, or you'll go paint down the road, or you'll just, you know, then, then your skill levels all become a lot better. Where, yeah, just, just getting over that like the scare hump of putting yourself yeah, out is, there. This is something like always trying to to keep things like they are and uh, trying to uh, protect an artwork. Um, this is when you're trying to become better and you just want to uh, do some exercise and some training. Um, th this way of thinking is uh, the worst way. You have to paint over yourself again and again and again uh, because everything When when you when you paint an artwork, um, and when you have like one year of practice and you paint an artwork, uh, first of all, this day when you finish it, it will be the best that you can at this moment, but it will look terrible to you after a half of a year. Or ten years. And time. also, yeah, and also it will uh, start aging. So when you're painting outsides. Um, it has to be painted over because every artwork after two, three, five years, it starts aging. There is the first text in there. There's some um, uh, weathering and uh, some moss and green and stuff uh, growing through and some paint is uh, peeling off. It starts to look terrible. So um, it is always better to paint over an artwork when it still looks good in comparison to see an artwork aging and look terrible and it is not shining as much as it was when it was fresh and new and nice and i i think i think this uh trying to keep things and uh um not painting over other artists or or trying to uh to say that nobody else is allowed to paint over you i i, I don't i don't get this Totally not. I think it's terrible that I'm in my hometown and there are so many walls and it's just me who's painting there and I see them all aging because yeah. nobody else is painting over it. It's, it's what I've been encouraging. So last week I did some kids' workshops and I was saying, I'll take you, it's literally around the corner. We'll go, we'll go look at the legal wall and I'll show you it. And then I just said to them like, None of you here has ever painted a mural. They were like aged from 11 to 18. None of you have painted mm -hmm. a mural. Get some bucket paint, get some spray paint, and paint over my murals. Just just put something up on the wall. Have a go. It's a legal area. Just come and paint. But they were like, oh, your paintings are so much better. I don't give a crap. Paint over them. We We need more people to paint over them. To, to, I was it's just going to be me and to me that's boring I'd rather have other artists come and express themselves um, mm. and have this artwork of like this space evolve and over time it's always changing and there's new artwork going up 
all the time, and that's what I I'd love to see happening. Um, and yeah, and like going back to what, what I said earlier about not being sentimental, I was never really sentimental about my art pieces. It was because uh, like the first couple of art pieces I painted was in my mum and dad's garage. I was lucky enough that they would let me paint in there. They've, I think there was like 15 paintings on that wall. Mm-hmm. I painted over it mm-hmm. all the time. I took a picture um, and that was it. I took a picture, paint over it, do another one next week or in a couple of days' time. So it was. I think the fact of like doing the legal aid zones weren't the fact of being sentimental, as in holding on to my, my I want my painting to last forever. I think it was the fact of being judged. And I think, I think people hang that over themselves. So, like, when you first ever start doing artwork, a lot of people think that, oh, I don't know, artists in this area, like, are going to be like, oh, have you seen this new guy? And this is also school. This is also school is the problem. People are afraid to paint somewhere because they think they get judged. Yeah. Do you know how many people are happy when they come to a wall and there are a lot of good artworks, but this one shitty artwork, they know exactly where to paint over without getting stressed with other artists. Yeah. Perfect. We need these people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but it's 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 kind of often. I see I see very often there is a there is a um Hall in Frankfurt. You've been there, Smo. I know you've been there with Kreise. uh, Kreise. Yeah. Ratzwick Kreise. Kreise. Um, Spell it for all the English people. Can you say Ratzwick Kreise? Ratzwick Kreise. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) This is a a legal hall in Frankfurt. It's very big and it's very nice, but it smells a bit like but a it's toilet, okay. yeah, a toilet and weird. Yeah, it smells like a toilet. Um, there are different artworks, and all the like detailed pieces where you can immediately see there was an artist who spent a lot of time painting this stands for longer than like chrome bombings yeah. or something like that. And that's yeah. pretty nice. That's that, okay. That, that is nice. Okay. Yeah. That is nice. But if such a... An, what, I, what I don't like is when um, um, when there are artworks on a, on a Hall of Fame and they were standing there for like three months. And then suddenly they are so old that nobody is allowed to paint there anymore because it was standing there that long. And this is this is terrible. Hall of Fames have to be there for painting, and um, that's it. They have to be there yeah. for painting. But if totally. you're painting there, of course, uh, it, it is terrible when you go to a Hall of Fame and you go back home without painting because there are so many good artworks. You have to choose one and paint over it. But uh, if you choose one, at least try to choose with your best knowledge uh, to choose one of the artworks that is not that high quality, that does not look like a lot of effort. And if you made a mistake, okay, you made a mistake. It is like it is. Yeah. Somebody somebody comes and beats you up. Okay, you painted <laughs> over the wrong person. <laughs> Happens as well. 
that's exactly what I did with um, with Mattis zusammen, uh, yeah. together with Mattis, uh, the uh, organizer of the Paint on Walls Festival. And um, we've been to Mallorca, to Spain, mm -hmm. uh, and we had a like a business trip and there was a meeting, but we stayed two days longer to paint something. Mm -hmm. And there is like, I guess there are two halls in uh, Palma de Mallorca mm -hmm. and we've been to one of them and um, the wall is like so long and it has like only masterpieces on it. And we were like, we cannot paint over this. That looks like every single piece is, is like awesome. But we picked like all the pieces were like nice, but we picked the oldest one, like mm -hmm. because they have tags and we picked a piece from 19 or something. Mm -hmm. And um, then we were like, okay, this is fine. So we picked the oldest one. The others are like, newer they have the same freshness but they are new we pick the oldest one so we are fine with it and mm -hmm. uh has told me like he he watched one of your videos when you were talking about um going to the hall and making a picture of the image before you paint oh just in honor to the artist who did the picture who, yeah. who did like the the style and the first thing we we've been to the wall. The first thing Matas did was picking up his phone, taking a picture, and then prime it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was nice. Yeah. Ah, okay. I thought there comes the story. Then suddenly this guy appeared, and then... no, no. <laughs> there, there is another story, but this was scary. Kind of like we've been we've been painting there for two days. Mm -hmm. Like we were lazy and. Um, we were painting there for two days and the second day there was a couple in front of the wall and they were like um doing drugs mm -hmm. which was not very nice but they they were like searching for one and a half hour to get a vein to get that thing in and that was terrible for us we were like not painting for one of one and a half hour, just like sitting there, smoking a cigarette, have a drink and wait until they were gone. And they were like, so wasted. And yeah, that's, uh, that's the part of the story, which was not nice, but we have, we had a lot of uh, fun painting the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a typical London painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have this when when I was painting back then, um, I was painting always in Münster. It's a city nearby, and at the uh, spots where it was allowed or where where it was not restricted to paint, um, um, there were always some uh, drug people running around as well, yeah, and always. some always like sitting sitting with the head in in the corner and doing something with il aluminum foil and and uh, smoking something and and just I, I, there was was this one guy i went to him because i thought that he was just dead and <laughs> then he would he was still moving and uh probably he was in another di dimension or something <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy it's crazy, crazy. It's, cra it's so then sad it's, o it's okay if the wall is smells like pee 
Yeah. It's only bet- P. Better. That's fine. Better. Yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've, have you, uh, so, like, where, where have you painted all together, Bitte was? Have you, have you painted all oh, over, you you, you've painted all over the world, have you? Uh, where I painted all over the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Smurf? I wrote, I wrote, I wrote a message. I, <laughs> I wrote a message to Tösa that he should make a tea to, for me, but I wanted to write it to my wife and I, <laughs> <laughs> send a message to the wrong people <laughs> uh, actually I I didn't paint like in a few countries there is like uh, a painting from me in Germany of course because I live here yeah, yeah. Um, I've got in, a in Germany. Africa hmm? I've got a painting in Germany how many uh, what? Well, like, what? Uh, no Especially, um, I have like what is what is heißt Rechnung auf English? When I write an invoice, invoice. When, I, invoice. when I write an invoice in Germany, you have to number it because of the because of everything has to be like exactly. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Continuing so numbers. You have, so, that yeah, so yeah. you have continuing numbers. Knows. Yeah. And as time goes by, and I work as a full-time artist like to be honest um not every painting has its own invoice Mm -hmm. but i didn't say anything um but as the invoice numbers continues i wrote my 500 last at the beginning of last year or something so about i painted about 500 pieces in germany and one piece in Africa, which was in January, but it was like, it was like not that painting job, like not mm-hmm. a client thing. Um, I painted in Spain, this hall. Yeah, yeah. And I guess this is it in Austria, I guess I painted something. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, have but you, that is have you, Smo, have you, yeah. you, I know you've obviously done, we, we all know because they're obviously YouTube videos, but Brazil um, and Slovakia, yeah? And uh, Switzerland, uh, painted also in Switzerland and I painted in the Netherlands. Yes, 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 yes. Have uh, you been to the arena? No. Have you been invited to the arena yet? No, no. I, I don't really like the walls over there. I don't know why the arena is such a big thing because the walls are always like 50 centimeters wall, then there is a gap, 50 centimeters wall, then there is a gap. I, 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 uh, yeah, but it's famous. It's famous. It's, it's famous. famous. It's prob- yeah. Probably nice to paint over there, but I, I, if I would paint there, I would take some canvas fabric and, uh, Make it flat. Put put it. Make it flat. I would make it flat. <laughs> <laughs> even even if I go away and then it's a, a week later, it looks like shit. But uh, at least I have fun and I have a good video. I have a good artwork. I have a good picture. Yeah. And uh, preparing the wall with a concrete machine, and then paint on it. Yeah. Okay. I take I take some bricks with me. And <laughs> <concrete>. <laughs> 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 put them in put them in the back of the car with the kids yeah 
yeah. scaffolding, no problem, everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usual painting job. No, I was not just preparing. And I, I just sold my car. And now everything gets uh, more complicated anyways uh, with traveling and so on. Your, your uh, Hyundai is gone. Yes, it's gone. <laughs> it was... Um, um, I, I, I always, because we are in Germany, we have to uh, write a book where all the, uh, the driving kilometers and everything is in there and where were you which destination were you driving which time and all this stuff you have to make a write a documentation about all this stuff and uh for taxes? the last for taxes yes and my uh, tax consultant um asked me i think two times this year um if i forgot to send this book to to him because uh he wants to put all the numbers uh, in for the calculation and everything and i just said i did not try. i just did not drive i just did not drive i don't drive that much anymore and i'm so happy that i can paint in my hometown and i uh, don't drive and i'm not i don't want to go to uh to jams that much if i am invited to the um Peyton Waltz Festival. I will, f I will drive with my wife's car, um, but I'm... we should do a wall together this year. Yes, yes. If it happens, I just talked to um, Mattis because um, we are friends, either, and um, I, I, I talked to him and I said, if there is an opportunity, if you are planning the festival again because he is like i guess struggling because of the location mm -hmm. because the location of last year is like wasted and um if there is a location probably we as the yic crew get a wall together and paint yeah a one yeah man this will be insane this will be cool the last one was cool but there was there was one person missing it was too much wall for only two people like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much happy with the result that Doug and me did together. But mm -hmm. um, it if you, was. If you had one more it, person, it would have been quicker as well, because you, you were one day it, too long, it, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we painted another day as well, or another half of a day. We were totally exhausted, and we reached like ninety percent of what would be possible, and this is. It is annoying. It is annoying because we just ran out of power. And um, this was also affecting all the other projects that we did afterwards, like the um, painting with my son, Oscar, um, then the graffiti battle that we did, the speed battle. And we wanted to do even more videos. And but we were just we were just ra totally ran out of power. And this was because the wall was too big and we were making too many big projects right after each other and i had just three days between coming back from brazil and doing the um painting on the um, paint on walls festival it was just too much yeah you burn out that way yeah 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 what's an interesting yeah, I mean, you just interesting... had just a couple of time a couple of days with uh with doke so you wanted to be productive yeah as days. much as possible yeah, yeah. it's always i'm yeah. I'm I'm always planning more than I can do, and at the end, my body sets the limit. 
Yeah. <laughs> My body yeah. says no. You I are think, tired now. I think our avatar wall was the right size for the amount of yeah. days. Like we picked three yeah, days. Three days. Be three days. Three days of painting. We knew that. And then that's the size of the wall that we picked that we knew that was going to be feasible and doable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super happy with this project still. Yeah. You got Mr. C coming back out to see you. Has he messaged you? He messaged me and I asked him when, but he did not reply anymore. I think he said 27th of March. He's asked me to come um, with him. 27th of March. I did not put it in the calendar. I need to see. Uh, I will write me. uh, He said 27th to me um, in my messages. I I could have a look, but I'm pretty sure he said maybe the 27th. Something around that area, but I can't. I can't come. 27th of which month? Of March? This, this month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't come this month. It's, I've got too much work on. My wife will have two kids, and it's just, it's just obstacles. But yeah. seems doable. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, no, he's um, yeah, he said to come back out and see it, like, cause he said um, he'd love to go see the uh, the Avatar room. Because it's in the same room as the the rats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, Flo, you should really, if you get a chance. I, I know the weather's gonna get a lot warmer soon, and get up and paint the factory. Um, yeah. The tour. Well, yeah. I need to go back because there's been a couple more Nick Moody uh, murals gone up since I've been. Um, obviously the mm-hmm. Doke, the Doke, um challenge video, the the throw up challenge and the oscar uh murals i haven't seen any of them yeah so oh and then two the things raptor, the raptor the, the the shark tank the you know there's loads to see now it's like a problem the raptor is like overpainted i guess yeah didn't you blurred. do that at the end of the yeah i destroyed yeah. it yes did you yes oh, i you did pixelated it, it oh yeah yeah <laughs> It was such at a stupid end. idea. It was just so stupid. It ah, was yeah. not necessary at all. But yeah, I was like at the video at seventy five percent. I was like, oh, nice. The video is like like this is the end, and I and I realized okay, there are a few minutes left. What will he do in these few minutes? And I was like, no way. Yeah, it was, <laughs> wasted it. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. It was absolutely not necessary. It, this is this is one of the real mistakes I did in the last uh, year. It was it was a real mistake. It was just stupid, not necessary but, at all. But in your mind, getting over it is like the same as overpainting in a hall. Like getting over a a piece with with that you are not happy with, continuing going to the next project. Leave it the way it is that's a that's yeah. a practice for your mind yeah, yeah but 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 but, but uh, walking along this wall and always seeing this mess that i left over there if i would just paint something different over it it would be better but walking along this but i i don't want to paint in a in a corner again maybe i should paint a graffiti in a corner soon and paint it over there to yeah can't you do an optical illusion like um i can't remember the artist's name he does it all the time but he, he, he does, that's it yeah yeah 
do something, have a go doing something like that because you would, yeah. y- you'd smash that easy. You could do optical illusions. Easy. Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. Yeah, two things about this factory. I want to see all the pieces yes. first. You should show them to me. Yeah. Second thing, I want to paint with you in this factory. Yeah, let's do this. Let's find a date. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no problem. It's a little warmer. We definitely need to yeah. find a day to get all four of us together. Yeah. I. I for sure. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I'd definitely be there for that. I'd bin everything off to come. And this time, I'll paint longer than four hours. <laughs> yeah. There was that was crazy, insane. How fast you painted last time at the Paint on Walls festival? Yeah, I messed. Crazy. I messed up so bad. Especially, no. especially through the window, and th- th- that you still made it. Yeah. That the um, um, face still does not look crooked, uh, while it was like there was such a distance between the wall and the window, and you painted the the eye over it. It was crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, more, t- more time would have been a bit easier. But I, I, I had to juggle, juggle the family. I didn't book the right hotel <laughs> so that to go put them in a different <laughs> hotel drive like an hour and a half drop them off drive back and it's just and then yeah i just wanted to, and then it was like there was no time to like because obviously that when you go to jams like this um i think like uh, doke said that a lot of the time you want to talk to people like like flow we we i we didn't even know who each other was before this and we got we had yeah. a little conversation i think i spoke to your friend uh, a lot longer because i think he was painting and just just meeting other people would have been nice to be there longer than four hours would <laughs> i would have just talked to everybody but i think that would have been the highlight so i think one more time to travel out to book the right hotel <laughs> And and yeah, and have nice evenings. Have nice yeah. evenings sitting at the at the campfire, sitting at the campfire yeah. together and having campfire talk. This is the this is this, the best. This artist village, this tent artist village on Paint on Walls Festival, is the best. Like especially the with the have, caravan. Yeah, especially like to be honest, we we have been so late this evening. We built our tent in the fully night. There was like <laughs> darkness everywhere. And it was a tent from a friend and I didn't build it before. Like I, it was <laughs> the first time and I saw nothing. Like our our uh, flashlights from the mobile phone <laughs> were like on and we, we didn't know anything what we do. But it was nice because we just had a good time at the campfire sitting yeah. there and having a drink yeah. and um afterwards we just built the tent and slept like somehow there yeah it's nice it's pretty nice next time next time right lads i think that's a perfect uh ending to the uh to the podcast and uh yeah thank you very much for coming on again if uh, always yeah. see you soon again yeah we'll it's been two weeks since the last one so see you in about two weeks time we'll get another date yeah hopefully uh, with doke again yeah yeah but but like obviously that what we can do is maybe um uh, even if i sub myself out um and we get someone else in 
just to, not now, but we'll do a couple of these um, and it will sub out some people and bring someone in because it would be nice to have a four-way again. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll look at that in the future. But um, yeah, pleasure, lads. Pleasure chatting. It's, uh, it's, it's I just want to give you something that like, uh, I've taken away from this is like it's nice talking to other people that are in the same industry because there isn't many people that you get to chat with we're like kind of all solo people um mm. yeah and it's kind of nice to just vent out problems and talk about trying to make the world right and solutions and everything so yeah that's no, been this has been cool i can't wait to the next one me yeah. too me too me too awesome nice ending yeah cool right lads see you next time bye bye